Hi, and welcome everybody to this installment of your royal wealth, your royal investing, your royal touch of everything you need to know about what's happening with the real estate market as well as legislative updates for us here. Guys, these kind of shows that we have today is super high level. It's super valuable. We're very lucky to have Megan Anderson, uh, who is an attorney that works with us here at uh, Royal Legal Solutions, uh, coming onto the show today to be able to give us these great updates that are incredibly insightful. They're going to prepare you to make sure that you know what's coming down the pipe so you can adjust strategically uh, for what you need to be doing with your real estate investment business. So Megan, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today. And what, what are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, well, thanks for having me. So essentially what we're talking about today is, you know, they just released the Pandora Papers like two weeks ago. And so what impact is that going to have for our clients, for the real estate investor world in general. And so, you know, as we're, we're pouring through and we're learning more about these Pandora Papers and who's in them, what's in them. What, what is the Pandora Papers? That sounds almost like the Panama Papers. There's like a hidden scandal in here somewhere. There's Are a hidden scandal. Yeah, you, you, it's right on the money. Yeah, right. So it's exactly like the Panama Papers that came out years ago. And so it's a document release. It's about 12 million documents that were recently released showing these networks of hidden assets using offshore trust, offshore banking, and, you know, we're finding everyone from the Queen of England is using these resources to Shakira. So it is running the gambit. You've also got a lot of politicians involved in this. And so inside of that, what it's causing people to do is as we dig into these documents, seeing, okay, you know, what methods are they using to hide these, these assets? Why are they hiding these assets? And is there any criminal activity inside of this? So governments are looking at this. They're trying to figure out what do we need to be regulating more? What legislation needs to come down the pipeline? Because with things like the Pandora Papers, you know, I think the biggest issue that comes into play is it's an ethical issue, right? I mean, at what point do we want people to be able to hide their assets and not tell us what they're doing with them or what taxes are owed on them or where they're storing them? And so first off, it's an ethical issue, and that's being discussed a good bit. The second part is how do we make sure that people can take hold of the loopholes, protect themselves, particularly, you know, from the investor standpoint, you do want to hide your assets, but how do you do it well? How do you do it in a way where you're not shifting the burden onto someone else? You're making sure you're contributing to your local economy. You're making sure you're reporting to authorities what you have, but you can't find someone who's a litigious party against you. They can't find out what you have. So the Pandora Papers have sparked all of this discussion of where, do the, where does the government come inside of that? Where do they regulate, right? Mm. And so right now there's not any pending legislation. I don't want to give anyone the appearance that things have happened yet, but there's 12 million documents out there that the government's actively looking at. There's going to be something that comes out of that. It's exactly like the Panama Papers. It sparked a huge rust of legislation that was coming through. Now, there was only one person ever prosecuted from those. I think with this being the second drop, you're going to see more prosecutions on this. Oh my so, gosh, you think that they're going to start finding out like more criminal activity from like all these document dumps? Yeah, I mean, that's the thought of it. There's 600 journalists already involved in this and you've already got 200 government officials on record looking at these saying, we're trying to figure out how this went so wrong. And so- wow. With this being the second document drop, you know, there's a little bit of an issue of, uh, not an issue, but there's a little bit of how do we save face? We knew this was happening one time. Here we are again. What do we do? So I think you're going to see legislation actually come out of this. You're going to see prosecution actually come out of this. So I think for us, you know, as real estate investors and the, the people we work with, what we need to be looking at is, okay, 
yes, we understand there are going to be bad actors that come out of this. We're, they're going to find things where people were hiding criminal activity and tax evasion. But that's not what our clients are doing. And we've got no. our system set up where we're trying to figure out those loopholes that are beneficial, but it's also above board. And so inside of that, we're going to be impacted probably by some of this legislation. I think, you know, as attorneys and CPAs, our partners, we're going to have more requirements to report. And I think there's going to be a lot more reporting. It's kind of similar to, you know, Biden's already passed down. If you have over $600 in Venmo, PayPal, et cetera, you've got to report it now. Well, that's a new regulation about reporting assets. And I think we're going to see more of that, particularly now. But so what I think it's important for us to continue the dialogue about and to continue researching is to make sure as we see those regulations come along, we're updating our clients, we're talking to them about, here's how what we do is above board, and here's how we're gonna continue to do so, because it's important for an investor to be able to hide their assets, but do it in such a way that it is it is legally sound and it's wise. You know, you don't wanna do anything that could even be seen as improper. So that's our journey, I think, as attorney Scott, is to make sure that they continue down that path of upholding above the line. Now, do you, when you look at this type of issue, do you think that they're really going to be targeting uh, like against like the uber wealthy of like what's happening? They're really worried about like the top 1% of people and what they're doing. And they're really trying to target like that type of use case with any, any response they're going to have. Or do you see them trying to do things that are like, like overarching sweeping and trying to just pull everybody into it? You know, the, uh, I don't think the government has the resources to do something overarching, right? There's 12 million documents. That's too much. That's too much for them to tackle. So what I think you're going to see them focusing on is large companies. So companies that have X number of employees or amount of wealth, amount of assets they're hiding. So, you know, they may take a look at the Queen of England, but they're not going to look at Megan Templeton in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, but the, the legislation they enact may touch me and that I might have to start reporting in a different way. And that's going to be the key takeaway, I think. So it'd be like more indirect. I'm like, what the impacts are, Megan, is what you're thinking. It's like, they're going to create a rule for like those people and like that might mean that like we as just small like mom and pop kind of investors over here like might have to do something that's a little bit different just because of it's like indirect like unintended consequences but think the consequences nonetheless that come down the pipe for us oh absolutely it's going to be trickle down legislation it's going to be directed and enforced at a high level against people who have a large number of assets or wealth or employees, but the impact of that is going to trickle down and that my small company or myself as an individual, I'm going to have to make sure I hold myself to the reporting requirements where they know I'm not that large company or I don't have that amount of wealth. I just have to show my cards, but not completely like these old, these bigger companies or bigger individuals will. Well, so it sounds like um, one of those things is like, hey, well, maybe like there's no red alarms on anything that's going on like right now. Um, with it, but we could see something that's going to be popping off in the future. Um, so like how, I, I know this is something that's probably like uh, really inside of your wheelhouse of like, well, how do you stay on top of issues that are like this? Of course, like being a part of like this community and these conversations that we're going to be having monthly on these types of updates is probably the easiest way for any of any of us in the community uh, to just come in and heck up with you like once a month about like, hey, what's new um, into it? But can you can you fill us in like a little bit about like what happens behind the curtains of like how do you how does one stay on top quote unquote on top and ahead of like legislative issues or potential changes inside of like the environment? Yeah, I mean, I think 
he hits the nail on the head on that. It's, it's about community. It's about staying connected with the right folks. You know, as an individual investor who's probably running three businesses, has a family, has hobbies, there's not going to be somebody sitting down and doing eight hours of research every day on what legislation is changing. That's our job. Um, and so being connected in groups like this, being connected to our uh, marketing list where you're getting our, our email updates, being part of our family office program, so you're meeting with our attorneys, let us do the work for you. We're going to keep you up to date on it. I mean, that's what we're here for. So I think the main thing is just staying connected in these communities. You've also got things like bigger pockets where you're going to see people talking about these in different forums. So it, it's impossible for an individual investor to stay abreast of this by themselves. But the more people you have around you, the bigger your network of educated individuals who make it their job to know these things, the better off you're going to be. That's awesome, Megan. And I, I know that there's like different tools that we typically use for like updates that are happening inside of like the legislative fear, like through LexisNexis, uh, like Westlaw, those kind of like professional service tools that like we have capability and access to because we're attorneys and we have those types of, of tools in there too. Does that give us like a special edge or advantage on like what the information is above like what people can find out just typically like on Google? Oh, absolutely. So like you said, you've got Westlaw, Lexus, Nessex. We're plugged into a special part of Bloomberg. I know myself and some of our other attorneys are on national listservs where as attorneys, we're just passing this information back and forth before it hits the individual consumers. Um, and so because we're tapped into that legal network, we're able to get information a little bit quicker. And the sooner we can digest it, the sooner we can give it to the folks who need it. That's awesome, Megan. Um, well, that what a fantastic update. Is there anything else that you think is going to be important for us to cover off on um, today around this update or things that we have coming up into the future in preparation for um, coming back here, and I think in four weeks to give us a, another round of updates? I don't think so today. And like you said, there's no red flags on this one. It's just something we are keeping an eye on. I'm going to let folks know we're keeping an eye on it. Um, any questions that come up of it, you know, relatedly, I mentioned earlier the $600 reporting requirement. I know that sparked a lot of questions. We're going to continue to look into that. Any questions people have, you know, reach out to our attorneys. We're happy to field it. But I think for now, that's the most up to date we've got and we'll keep looking at it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Megan, so much um, for the update um, here today. Uh, we're going to be having Megan back here once a month to be able to keep us up to date, guys, so that way you don't have to worry about those uh, pieces that are coming through. That Megan is on top of it for us about being able to filter what's going to be the relevant and pertinent information for us. If there's additional topics that you're hearing about, topics that you're hearing about that you don't see addressed, what we like to do is let's get those topics out. Let's put them on the radar because we don't assume, we don't assume that we know everything into it. And we don't assume that we know all of the questions that need to be asked for everybody that's inside of the community. So we want you to be interacting with us by posting and, and comments to any of the videos that we post, interacting with us here um, inside of our, our group engagements uh, to be able to flag those things so that way can help leverage your time through our network and our ability and our resources here internally as a team to be able to help you with real estate investing. The best thing you can do for that is actually showing up uh, to these calls every month uh, to be able to flag those issues and work with the team directly on what that's going to be. And if you have that family office or those peace of mind uh, memberships that we have here into the firm, you have that additional support above what you're getting here inside of the meetings. You start having those quarterly meetings with the advisory staff to take the deep dives that say, hey, 
Here's all the information that we communally understand. And how is that going to be channeling down directly into your particular situation? And you guys can expect having that if you're involved uh, and, and as part of some of those memberships uh, with the firm and that kind of direct support staff. So thank you, Megan, so much uh, for this month's uh, update. Looking forward to seeing you again here in four weeks for our follow-up uh, follow meeting then. Yeah, thanks for having me.